0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson.
1: Welcome to DDT Wrestling. Am I really loud or something? That
0: was. I'm pretty sure you clipped on that welcome there, DC. Oh I, my I, might, I
1: might have Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My apologies. I'm just, instead of sighing as I usually <laughs> do, I'm trying to start the show. Great. DDT Wrestling, the podcast that is no longer going to talk about wrestling.
0: Uh, you know we're going to talk about it, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. There's no getting away from it. It's the, it's the glue of this show. No matter how much I don't want to talk about it, we would just have these weird, awkward, silent moments if we didn't have wrestling just to fall back on, right? I don't know. We recorded quite a few episodes of
1: DC and Doc Talk that didn't have anything to do with wrestling. We did candy tournaments. We
0: well, um, we but read, in fairness, like, those were those were highly produced shows. DC, like you spent time researching topics, and you brought brackets, and you know. So I mean, like that was more than. I think what usually goes into this show, although maybe I'm wrong, you are bringing wrestling topics. Maybe you do have to do a little bit of digging to get those on a weekly basis. Well,
1: I'll tell you how it how it works. About sometime on like late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, I go, "Oh yeah, we're going to podcast," and then I spend like five minutes being like, "What happened?" Well, there was a pay per view. Somebody's eye came out. And then somebody vomited. So I guess we could talk about that.
0: Um, I saw a photo of the eye uh, that came out. And man, that was the worst stage prop I've ever seen.
1: How did you feel about be, the vomit? It was odd. Only because it didn't signal a change, like... Yes, it's supposed to be like, oh, man, this really happened. Uh." Do you think he like like how did how did they do that?
0: He probably just took a swig from a Dixie cup. I don't know. You know, the camera
1: was on. I suppose now they're in a um, they're in a very controlled space because the only people who are in there are WWE employees. So they really could have been like, all right, the camera's on him. And he could have been like waving and like pointing at people as he like. Drank his vomit cup and then spit it back out again. Yeah. You know, if he was Darren Drozdov, he would have just puked on command because that was his whole shtick.
0: But anyway, I guess we're lucky that we've come so far. We've come so far. Speaking of coming far, someone who didn't come anywhere this week, uh, GQ. GQ, absent. We, we didn't just not introduce he him. He's not here. And I'd like to point out, for the record, he is not dead. Not this this is not
1: enough. This this was not another situation. He is still recovering from his surgery. Um, He needed some time. And, you know, we, of course, will give it to him. It is a rotating third guest chair. Now, we had all day to find a third guest. We did not do that. I suppose if Mrs. Manson wanders in at some point, she can uh, she can chat a bit. And that would kind of be the rotating third. Do you think we should ever actually have other people? Like, I know there are people who would be willing to do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, why not? Who cares? We've had I'm other people it. on the show before. We've had Eric's and we've had Rachel's and we've had um those Mrs. people. Manton. Yeah, that's about it.
1: <laughs> we could get Jeremy or Glenn. Isn't it past Glenn's bedtime? I know he's like. You know, not now. If we happen to, you know, we're recording, full disclosure, at like 3.45 in the afternoon, which is way early for us. So, And Glenn, I don't think Glenn sleeps. Glenn, like, will respond to a tweet at all hours of the night. I think he's reached that age, and I love you, Glenn, where you sleep for like 45 minutes at a time, and then you get up and wander the house for a while, and then you go back to sleep again. To be fair, I've also reached that age what's new in the life of doc manson i i we can talk wrestling i actually have something about wrestling that i think you might be interested in a different another company not the wwe i know they've burned their bridges with you but i just want to check in with you
0: sir how are you what's going on with you i'm good dc thank you so much for asking by the way Um, I'm good. There's really not much going on. Just living my life, getting out there into the world a little bit here and there, you know, getting different foods and, uh, getting some takeout, enjoying life. You had,
1: you had, was it over this weekend, Mrs. Manson, you know, fulfilling that best wife ever card said she wanted pho or whatever she got. And I saw a bowl of pho. The meat did not look cooked
0: though. It was it was shortly after dunking it in. It, it continued to cook post that photograph. So all right, yeah,
1: wasn't as good as you remember.
0: Oh yeah, delicious. It was real good. I would eat it again tomorrow. Right now, let's go. Call him up. I'll meet you on your uh, on your door stoop. Is that a word? Door stoop. Yeah, I have a deck. All right, uh, you, you can sit on the deck. I'll be out on what the grass.
1: Would I be allowed in your little three-season room?
0: Sure. Wow.
1: <laughs> really <laughs> didn't expect that.
0: Connecticut's doing um, good
1: right now. We're doing good. Yeah, I saw, I saw a map that said we were the only state in the country that was on track to contain the virus, though apparently that data is no longer accurate. I don't know. If...
0: Yeah, I saw something about that, although I didn't look at it too closely. It's a nice thought, but I mean... With schools planning to reopen soon, and with the universities bringing people back and the community colleges, um, I suspect we won't be on that track for too much longer.
1: Now your summer's about half over. How is the summer labs going at your community college?
0: Um, fine, done, over. They were fine. I mean, not any in-person stuff, but it worked.
1: Do you get, like, feedback from the students? Do they feel like they got a lot out of it, or do you A not little really bit, care?
0: but, I mean, I think the most feedback we get is that essentially having to take this material on as an individual, read through the exercises, watch the videos, don't get me wrong, we make sure that there's a teaching assistant, instructor, whatever, what have you, available. To take questions, whether that be via email or video conference, but I think the the most feedback I've seen is that it's just it's difficult for students to um, digest the material on their own, and I think that this course is difficult under normal circumstances. So, is it any more difficult? Is that's a difficult question for me to assess. Because I do think that students always think the material is difficult, but I certainly can say that it would appear to me that the format, the modality of the course, um, definitely does not do the student any favors, I would think.
1: I suppose that makes sense, though, again, it just what are you going to do at this point? just not have these labs. They're just not available for the next couple semesters.
0: Yeah, I mean, the fall, we're basically planning the same thing. Like, it'll all be online. We're tr- planning some optional, like, in-person lab module, so people can come, get hands-on doing something. But, like, it's, it's really going to be optional. It's not going to be part of their grade in any way. So well, I don't know if people will do it.
1: But Knowing college
0: students the way I
1: remember being a college student Anything that is optional does not get done.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing that I think we have working maybe for us as opposed to, you know, the college students that we knew and were um, is that there's a, a good number of students who want to be on campus. They've chosen to live on campus and they're going to be there. But I think that they're going to realize that there's not a lot to do. And so maybe they will say, well, I could go to this thing. All right, I guess I will. Um, yeah. But I, I I don't know. We'll see.
1: I would hope that this whole thing has led to a deeper appreciation of the college experience and not just the social experience, but actually the, you know, the idea of going to class and being able to sit in a room, whether it's a lecture hall or a smaller session. And, you know, be able to have that in-person class
0: experience
1: because doing it from home, some people I'm sure enjoyed it, but it's not nearly the same sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, young people especially, I, I mean, this affects all people, really, but I feel like young people especially have, tend to, not not universally, but tend to have difficulty self-reflecting in that way where they would gain a greater appreciation based off of this and part of that's lack of prior experience right like a freshman isn't going to have any greater appreciation necessarily because they have no prior experience to compare to
1: sure in a perfect world if you could just redo everything what would the age range be for college Because I don't know if 18, you know, the idea that you're supposed to go to college and between the ages of 18 and 22 decide on the major and the career path that you want to shape your entire life seems.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see. I mean, I think you have to maintain an educational experience from an early age, because that's when I think people are you know most sponge like in their ability to take in new information so i don't think like we should be pushing it back any but yeah i just speaking from personal experience i wasn't ready for college when i went to college i mean i had chosen a major immediately but i didn't mm-hmm. know what that meant or yeah. what that really what i was getting myself into um, in a lot of ways, I feel like if we brought people in and they got some sort of general education, you know, not unlike what they receive currently in, in high schools and it's right now, some sort of continuation of that, then by the time they're 25, maybe then they are yeah. picking and, you know, their life's course. And
1: in it- Those people who choose not to go to college, who have either, you know, chosen a trade or something like that. But I'm even thinking, like you said, general education. There should be a class, like a semester-long class, called Filing Your Taxes.
0: I agree. This is what that means. I don't agree with that. What I think is, like Europe, we should just send people a form that says, this is what you owe for your taxes, because we did them for you. That's true. That's really what we should do. Our tax system is archaic is it to allow people to
1: skirt the system or
0: i suppose so but i mean no matter what the exemptions are whether it's the individual or um the government preparing the taxes i feel like if the loopholes are there the loopholes are there right yeah
1: wow we really should move to europe the tax system really
0: just needs to become a flat rate i'm one of those people eight (laughs) percent Across the board. Everyone 8%, pays
1: 8%. Everyone pays 8% of everything from Bill Gates to yep. Doc Manson. Exactly. There's some merit to that, definitely. All right. Hey. I'm glad things are going well. I'm glad yeah. the labs are going well. You're smiling more. I don't know if that's because it's 3.30 and you're done with work. Did you just decide to pack it in?
0: Yeah, pretty much. And I drank a hard seltzer already, so that puts me in a good mood.
1: A drunk doc is a happy doc. <laughs> you ever get angry drunk or sad drunk?
0: Not that you probably no. get
1: drunk drunk anymore. But when was the last time you got more than just a little buzzed?
0: I don't know. Um, I I would say most of the times that GQ brought beer over to my house, only because that man can drink and I cannot. Um, I, 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 There's also like some of the medications I'm on supposedly, um, do not react well with alcohol and make you more drunk than you really ought to be. So I've always blamed that, whether that's true or not, hard to say, right? But, no, I believe it. Um, but yeah, I definitely have been more drunk than I'd care to be. Although, you know, I don't, think i've been blackout drunk since college <laughs> that only happened to me once me too very awkward experience never had a hangover though
1: i've had i haven't had the because my stomach was always so messed up that if i drank
0: to excess i inevitably vomited uh, and then that yeah. would kind of help with that there was one time i think in college that i almost had a hangover but i woke up my head hurt it was, like, 2 in the morning or something, 2.33 in the morning. And I just downed, like, two bottles of Gatorade and went back to sleep. And I woke up feeling fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. I remember waking up feeling like a zombie. But I don't remember, like, feeling like the migraine and all of that sort of stuff. But I tend to block that out. But, yeah. No. Only, only, woke, only came to once not knowing how I got into this guy's room or why I was in his bed. Or technically on his bed. Hmm. On his bed. And he was not on the bed. But I sobered up very quickly and went, I'm going to go. Thanks for taking care of me, and I'll see you later.
0: Did you have a good time? That's all that matters.
1: <clears throat> I I walked home very quickly. All right. Um, anywho. But yes. Yeah, college is college is weird the things that we should be learning and again yes
0: because it's the thing work. like you know there's lots of data that the human brain is not finished developing until that's it like 25 years old so yeah. i i just sort of feel like if i feel like it, we should be waiting till that point before we're making the hard decisions i understand you I've can't always... put life on hold necessarily forever but I've always had that, you know, I had a friend
1: that did that whole city year thing where for a year, and I actually think she did this after college, she went and did some like community building sort of experience. You get paid, you know, a a stipend, but they kind of house you and feed you and all of that sort of stuff. And I'm like, that's what you do from 18 to 20, like life skills classes and doing some sort of greater good sort of project and then once you're 20 you might be like i do want to go to college or i don't want to go to college i want to learn a trade or just get a job and do all of that sort of thing but again that's why they don't let us make the decisions although what is it three three and a half months till election day fun times
0: something like that yeah Let's just do it now. Uh,
1: I, I could tell you were researching something. or you I'm bringing d- a I'm, new topic I'm disappointed to the
0: table? that I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm still, I'm just concerned about, I'm concerned about November and I'm concerned about January. Is that what you were looking up? No, I'm looking up stuff about this Oxford vaccine because somebody in the Bestie chat sent us a DM instead of an email. <clears throat>
1: oh, well, that was, I suggested it because we were, <laughs> we had a last minute like, oh yeah, let's just record right now. So I was like, if you have a topic and you don't feel like sending an email, just drop drop a thing. I saw something trending that the U.S. government is going to pay $1.9 billion to, like, Pfizer for 100 million doses of some vaccine. Did you see that? Not really. My mind? Okay. How often are you watching the news these days? Or... <clears throat> Not watching the news, because it's 2020, we don't watch the news, but... I, I do- doom-scroll every day. Is that what you call it? Doom-scroll?
0: It, well, it's it's the popular term now. When you are now just scrolling through horrible news, and an endless, endless list of it, and it just goes forever, and it just makes you wallow in self-pity, and feel like the world is going to come to an end. It's actually, it's a it's a term that has been coined online. I didn't come up with I'd-
1: News to me, Doom Scroll. Yeah. <clears throat> do
0: you get your news on Reddit? Yeah, Reddit, but also there's a news aggregator app on my iPhone I use. It's just Apple News. They just aggregate news from a lot of different sources. So I go yeah. through there as well. I go to
1: CNN.com, I go to TheWeek.com pretty much every day. I do like the local news just to see what sort of happy problems people are. Talking about all right, how likely is it that this new vaccine Oxford have got almost ready to go has been made so quickly? Da, da, da. Well, I—it's the second question, to me, the second question in that paragraph. Let's say, you know, in his quest to get reelected, our president is like, hey, we have a vaccine, uh, you know, it's available. I did it. I made it myself in my own personal laboratory it's called the trump vaccine how likely are you to take a vaccine that like how long do the trials need to last before you feel comfortable taking it
0: um it depends on a lot of different things but i would say pretty quickly but i mean again i would look at the actual data myself so sure i, I don't know What is this Oxford
1: vaccine? Your quick cursory glance.
0: Oh. I don't know. I'm not finding a lot of information about it. There's a ton of articles about it, but none that are actually informative the way I would want them to be. Like, it doesn't even tell me what kind of vaccine it is. I've checked, like, five different articles, and none of them have actually... told <clears throat> me nobody anything wants,
1: so nobody cares about that except for you they just want to know is there a vaccine and when do i get it they don't care what kind it is or any of that sort of thing
0: they should though i understand they should
1: <laughs> but that's not what people want to hear
0: i know but i mean the problem is like some of these I'm i i'm not talking about the oxford one because i don't know but some of these vaccines that people are you know publishing news stories about right now are like you know, uh, MRNA vaccines. And I don't think that there are, I'm I'm trying to, if there are any MRNA vaccines that have been approved for use in humans, it's would have been recent since within, in the last five years, like, Back when I was at least in school, there weren't any, you know what I mean? Like they'd never been approved for use. So like you start seeing stories about this stuff. It's like, oh, yeah, sounds good. I mean, you know, I don't know that that's ever actually going to get approved or sent out or that's a viable thing. But great for the research, I guess. You know what I mean? So that's why that stuff matters.
1: For a government that isn't listening to the CDC, what are they going to care whether or not it gets approved? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you have a vaccine. Take it. Yeah. What's it
0: gonna do to me? We I don't heard. Know. Take it. I read some article that China already has a vaccine, but it's like, well, of course, it, it's the China. But it's Palestine. like very inefficient, like maybe less than thirty percent, and so they're just gonna give it to their military, you know, just to. I don't know if that's true or if that's just a bogus news story. So don't repeat that, people. I'm just gossiping here. I thought I saw something about front that front page of CNN. But <laughs> I don't know. Fake
1: doctor says China vaccine.
0: Yeah i don't know i mean if it gets through all the phases of uh you know a phase three trial and it looks like it's safe and it actually has a therapeutic dose then great do you want to educate the people
1: and by the people i mean me and talk about what a phase three trial is as opposed to a phase
0: two or a phase one trial um yeah, so these you are... say no. Well, no. I mean, the basic idea is these are different phases of trials. Like, the Oxford one, I think, has only gotten through Phase 2. It hasn't even done Phase 3 yet. Um, so, basically, Phase 1 is whether the drug is safe. Like, it doesn't kill the people they give it to. You know what I mean? Like, it, passing a Phase 1 trial means almost nothing. Um, a Phase 2 trial basically determines whether the drug might be effective. Um, even if you pass a phase two trial, like the Oxford vaccine, um, as a scientist, you don't assume that it has any therapeutic potential whatsoever. Um, so really a phase one and a phase two trial in terms of does this thing work means nothing. Um, it's not until phase three that you're really looking at effectiveness of the therapeutic dose of this thing so like you might say oh they looked and they saw it neutralizing antibodies after the phase one trial yeah they might have looked for that stuff but that's not what that clinical trial is really about they don't have enough data like a phase one trial is usually less than 100 people a phase two is like i don't know what the numbers are like 500 or something and then at phase three might be a few thousand you know what i mean like so like even when things look promising after a phase one or a phase two, phase three is really the make or break. Um, sure. and there's lots, there's lots of drugs that never make it. Like I think something like, I think like maybe 70% get through phase one of those, maybe a third get through phase two. And then of those, maybe 20% make it through phase three. You know what I mean? So like, Yeah, like so I don't know, like not to be a Debbie Downer here, but an Oxford vaccine. And the only thing I'm seeing is it's through a phase two trial. Great. Doesn't mean anything yet. Um, So but it's promising. It is promising. But well, and again, I go back to the whole idea that like
1: people want a vaccine. And I really do think a lot of people don't care whether it works, whether it's going to show in 20 years. Oh, you had that early COVID vaccine. Well, now your pancreas is on fire. Literally, (laughs) it just burst into flames. So...
0: Well, in theory we are doing the safety testing as part of these phased trials, so um, if it does come out the other side approved, there's a pretty good chance that your pancreas won't be on fire. But, yeah, you never know. Uh,
1: As for this whole Kanye for president business, I think we're clearly watching a man struggling with Some sort of mental health issue. No, what we're we're
0: struggling, what we're seeing is a man struggling with relevancy as he's about to release an album on Friday. That's what we're watching.
1: That's probably it. I don't know. His wife sent out a statement saying, please, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, the only thing I can say about his wife is, again, a master of manipulating the media to find relevancy. So uh, I don't know. Maybe that makes me a bad person that I have no empathy for them and their entire group, but I I don't. So
1: they are celebrities, just because they're so
0: like. I, oh, I mean, I don't. Kanye's a talented musician, right? Yes, I'm talking about the Kardashian family, right? Yeah, no, they. She was in a porn tape. That's how she got famous. So. Okay then. Yeah, she had no, sex did... with. Who was it? Ray J. Some rapper. I think it was Ray J. I think that's how she got famous. That was literally the first time anybody ever heard the word Kardashian.
1: And she turned that into a multi-million, uh-huh. if not billion-dollar empire. Okay. Hey. Okay, then.
0: That's why on um, Hollywood Babylon, Ralph refers to her as porn star Kim Kardashian, because that's how she got started. I haven't listened to that show in a while. I haven't either. I w- I'm not even sure if they're still making it. I know that they t- had to they, take a lot of time they, off. They,
1: so. I, they just... I think they're they're moving in a different direction. They are going to watch every episode of the 1966 Batman and do a commentary track.
0: Great. Great.
1: So. so, I listen to Fat Man Beyond. That I listen to. but
0: I have not heard Kevin Smith in some time.
1: Yeah. Smodcast irregularly shows up. I'll... You know, if he's interviewing somebody, I don't care about. But when it's him and Scott Mosher, I'll listen to that. But now he has his own club. Basically, he has his own version of Patreon and all of his episodes are going there. So I think eventually, Hmm. if you want to listen to him, you're going to have to pay for it. And like, if you want to listen to the back episodes, you have to pay for it. But he has he has now a podcast with his daughter. He has a podcast with his wife he has, a, I think, a morning video show where he just, it's like four in the morning, and he smokes pot and just talks to the
0: camera is for he, a while. So, Is he going to make any more movies?
1: I think there's a Clerks 3 happening. And uh, he was working on the script for the second Mallrats. I would watch both of those. But I don't believe he's making any. What do you think of his horror movies? Um, I never saw Geek. Tusk.
0: Yeah. Have you not seen Tusk? I don't know. Um, the particular type of body horror in it did not appeal to me. Like I, okay. I just I I, I never, I should watch did it. See, did you see Red State? I did. Red State was quite good. Yeah,
1: I've actually almost, I've considered watching Red State just because, and I'm not a horror fan, but I it seems
0: to be not exactly a horror movie. Yeah, I think you would be fine watching it. I wouldn't really call yeah. it. It is a horror movie, but it's but it's also not, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so.
1: Well And Yoga we Hoser's was, was talk- just weird. Yeah. That that didn't. A movie with his daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. I was like, eh,
0: eh I'm good. I liked um The Reboot, Jay and Son Bob Reboot. I eventually need to go back because I
1: still have not seen Maul or Chasing Amy. I've seen Clerks, the first one, and I've seen Dogma. And at some point, I need to go through and, like, just watch all of them.
0: Just I mean, Dogma's get... quite good, but, I mean, Chasing Amy, I, again, I can't speak how they've aged. But all of them, I think Mallrats was that good early period one. Like, it really, mm-hmm. I think, encapsulated his type yeah. of humor better than Clerks ever did. Um, Chasing Amy is probably the best movie he's ever made, just in terms of being an actual functional movie. I also have not seen Jersey Girl. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that either, nor will I. Um, I love Jay and <laughs> Silent Bob Strike Back, if you haven't seen that one. That one's just a no, live-action cartoon. Like, that's like Kung Fu I want to
1: kind, of, kind of go in. And Clerks
0: 2 I liked a lot. I thought Clerks 2 was a nice sort of, like, return to those characters. And, like, that's sort of what he's doing now with all these movies, like, returning to these characters. Like, where are yeah. they in life now? Like Clerks 2 was the first time he did that, and I thought, I thought that worked very well. Um, and he's only had lower see. budgets since then, unfortunately. But
1: I'm looking to see like what streaming
0: services, like yeah, you know, are I know
1: reboots on Amazon Prime, so I yeah. could watch that, but it kind of doesn't make sense to. Watch and I, that I liked the like
0: the reboot a lot, but I will say I, I do think reboot suffered by not having enough of a budget. Like it didn't feel like it felt like an independent movie. You know what I mean? So like it didn't have the same production value as his earlier films.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I'm going to rent these, but if they showed up on like Netflix or something, I would certainly yeah. watch them. But uh, there was a pay-per-view and despite the eye thing, you know, the parts I watched were quite good. Uh, I would recommend watching the swamp fight. Uh, I thought it was Can't be enough to be funny. There were a couple of twists that I did not expect that I thought
0: were good. Pretend for a moment that one has no idea what a Swamp Fight is or who is participating in it. Okay, then. Um, Well,
1: Braun Strowman is the Universal
0: Champion. Still.
1: Still. Okay. He, He defeated Goldberg at WrestleMania. Obviously, they were planning on having Roman Reigns be the champion. That's not happening, so... He is still the champion. And for the past few months, he has been involved in a program, not all the time, but with Bray Wyatt. And at first it was Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. And then, because it's brawn, we have seen a return to uh, Hawaiian shirt, rocking chair, swamp Bray Wyatt. Okay, And so that character has been around for a few weeks. So this was a cinematic... Swamp fight in which Braun essentially returns home to the Wyatt compound,
0: so to speak, um, to fight Bray Wyatt. Did the Fiend participate at all?
1: We got a, a spoiler alert, but we got an appearance by the Fiend near the end. But I don't believe he took part in the match. It was just obviously an indication that that's what's happening for SummerSlam. I think we can we can. Say pretty solidly that Summerslam will be the Fiend versus Braun Strowman, and that is where I would hope the Fiend regains his Universal title
0: in front of a live crowd, which Vince no, McMahon at the,
1: wants. At the Performance Center, I think he's accepted. Okay, it's going to be at the Performance Center. Good in front of you know Lee and all of the Performance Center talent. Um. So, what was again, so good about
0: this swamp match? Why would I want to watch it?
1: It had a cinematic style. It was not overly funny like the Hardy matches. Um, it was not like that. But it had a cinematic air. There were some elements to was that it match
0: similar to the John Cena match at Mania, or no? Okay,
1: no. This was not a walk down memory lane for Braun Strowman's character. This was set in the swamp. If it it was similar. Not as good, but similar, actually, to the Boneyard match. Okay. In that we were in a setting, different things were happening, different people showed up. But there was actually, I
0: don't know if a match is the right term, but there was more of a match here?
1: Yes, but there was less of a fight than the Boneyard match. But it was also, I want to say, like maybe like 13 minutes long. Okay. It was not the long, extended, drawn-out thing, but... There were some elements that I thought were good. I thought it was, as someone who is not a horror fan, I thought there were some sort of kind of elements that I would consider to be things you might see in a horror movie. There was a cameo that I certainly did not expect that I thought was uh, very good. So, again, if you happen to be on the network and have 15 minutes to spare... There were other good matches. Kevin Owens wrestled Buddy Murphy on the pre show, which was good. New Day fought Cesaro and Nakamura in a tables match that was very good. Um, Bailey fought Nikki Cross in what was supposedly a good match. Sasha fought Asuka in a good match up until the very end. So.
0: None none of that sounds appealing to me.
1: None of it. That's fine to to kind of pivot in a different direction. Did you read or hear anything about uh, Impact over the weekend? And I've heard
0: several people say Impact has been good recently. That's all I know. Impact had a pay-per-view the day before uh, the
1: horror show at Extreme Rules. And I do not remember a time where... I think everything I saw about Impact over the past few days was positive. The just, everyone seemed to enjoy it. They thought they did a very nice job. They had a number of... Who was there? uh,
0: I mean, obviously, it might not even be the last one, but there was some woman who was their heavyweight champion that people hated. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. They finally get rid of that idiot or what?
1: Yes. Good. Good. Yes, and they had to give her a new title because she wanted $150,000 to give the title back. And so they were just like, we'll make a new title. Really? Yes. Now, the rumors I've heard is that she's going to sign with WWE, which to me will make me less inclined to watch. But it, but yes, no, there were a number of people who either returned to Impact or made their Impact debut. Um,
0: Can I ask a question? Yes. Has Zack Ryder turned up anywhere yet?
1: Not that I am aware of, though apparently uh, his tag team partner, Mr. Kurt Hawkins, did show up on the Impact TV this week, oh. which I am going to say I am going to watch this evening. I'm going to watch Impact for the first time besides like stuff how do you from 2002. watch it? I have the app. I pay money for the app. We can talk about that. Ah. Although, actually, I think it's connected to my Amazon account. But, oh. but, um, oh. but, yeah, I got it so I could watch oh. some of the old school stuff. Because they have, they don't have everything, but they have a lot of old stuff. They have
0: down from 2003 where you can't even see through the cage. And <laughs> yes. Helix Skipper does the head scissors off the very top. And yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Apparently, they have a chunk missing from the middle I don't know why, but it's like 2006 to 2011 is in there or something like that. Not sure exactly why that is, hmm.
0: but that might be like the years when Hogan was around. That might be it. And maybe like they don't have likeness rights in perpetuity or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but either way, um, again,
0: who was the who sp- were you most excited to see debut in Impact? Sell me, sell me. Uh, actually, the the either debut or re- return.
1: Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, huh? Are they yeah. are they still relevant? Alex Shelley showed up in NXT, teaming with Kushida in the. They were a team, the Time Splitters, Um, but he and Chris Sabin made their return. Does Chris again, Sabin
0: sport. have an ankle at this point? Yeah spoiler spoiler
1: spoilers if you do not want tna or impact spoiled uh fast forward in three two one you've been warned uh they are now the new tag team champions.
0: who were the old ones
1: the north i don't know who that is which is a team of ethan page and somebody else but they were decent they reminded me actually they reminded me a little bit of the revival without being so braggadocious about being so cool
0: okay all right. that sounds all right but yes, um
1: yeah, uh Gallows and Anderson made their debut. Eric Young returned.
0: Are Gallows and Anderson any good? Because here's the thing. Those two have always been hyped up to me. Like people have always been like, "Oh, they're so good. The new Japan pro wrestling. So good, so good, so good, so good." And I know there's a lot of different things going on in the WWE and it makes it really difficult for you to get over and etc. So like I get it. <laughs> But I never saw anything in either of them ever in the entire long, long tenure they had in the WWE. When they
1: were in there for like, I think they had only been in there for like four to six months. They were aligned with Dana Brooke.
0: I liked that. And they yeah, were like, I remember that. That part you liked? The part where Dana Brooke was dressed up like a nurse and they were like in a nursing home or something. It well, was yeah. terrible. There was like something about it was something like
1: about right. urine in a jar. Yeah. But that that's was because I'm soft on Dana them.
0: Brooke. Just give Dana Brooke a chance. That's what we need. Forget this I Naomi movement. Where's Dana Brooke?
1: She's around. She did karaoke a couple weeks ago. That's
0: unfortunate. Although,
1: so did Naomi. They had like five women, and they did carry a karaoke contest. Yeah.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. Naomi is very good, so I like, I get the entire movement thing. She is a very yeah. good athletic performer, but I, I, she's never connected with me.
1: The issue is that the four horsewomen are so in everybody's faces that nobody else has a chance. Like right now. now, now granted, Becky's gone, Charlotte's gone. So it's really just the Sasha and Bailey show, and I get what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, those four plus Asuka need to be letting other people get the win. And I'm not talking about Carmella. I'm talking about Naomi or even Dana Brooke. If Dana Brooke suddenly beat Bailey in a non-title match, that would be awesome. Yeah. If Lana decided to be Lana and Natalia decided to become the women's tag team champions, that would be something. Fair enough, fair enough. But But yes, um yeah, Eric Young, Heath Slater, EC3. Nobody, you know, no names that are kind what of like EC3's shocking. What to- was EC3's
0: name in WWE? It was EC3, right? Yeah, he was
1: Ethan Carter the third in Impact. Right, and he became EC three. Yeah, okay. But it, it, it's it's one of those things that they have some decent talent already, and they added guys who nobody's going to take over the world, so to speak. But it's good, like building block. Good. It's like all of a, a sudden a lot of Tim you know, Horner's a movie, a movie with like four or five really good character actors. Yeah. And you're like, this is going to be an enjoyable movie, even though, you know, Tom Cruise isn't in it. Or Russell A lot Crowe of my
0: favorite it. movies are only filled with character actors. So yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: So, yeah, I a you know, that that was going to be my piece of positivity. I'll find another one. But, um, but yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to watch. Impact. I'm going to watch that instead of – what. no, granted, I can't watch NXT. But I'll make sure to watch that before I watch last week's NXT.
0: Why can't you so. watch NXT?
1: Because NXT is on USA tonight, and it doesn't come out on the WWE Network until tomorrow night.
0: Oh, I see. I, I got you. Okay. So
1: tonight, my Wednesday night wrestling is going to be Impact as opposed to AEW or
0: – So does NXT. that air live Impact, or is it is it showing up a day later or, or what?
1: It – Apparently was last night. Impacts on Tuesdays, which is again smart. You're not competing with anybody. Um, And then it shows up. According to Glenn, it shows up on the app a day after. So,
0: are they even still on television? Where you say they're not competing with anyone?
1: AXS TV, whatever AXS is, which apparently is a channel.
0: Never heard of them. Okay, cool. Well, I hope that they do well. I've always. I've always liked Impact. Very often, I mean over the course of this show, every once in a while I get my head back into that scene and I tend to enjoy it. Um It always tends to be a lot of people with a lot to prove, you know, so I don't know. <clears throat> I will look into it. If I can if I can share my bounty
1: with you, I will because I do think it would be at least even if you just went back and watched Elix Skipper. Tight rope on the top of the steel cage. I
0: like, will not. I guarantee it. There were
1: some fantastic pay-per-views back in the day. I believe it. You could watch Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, all that. I love that you're yawning and it's like 430.
0: I told you I had a hard seltzer.
1: Oh. It makes me we've sleepy. Gone past, we've gone past the buzz stage and now you're just tired, Doc. Yeah. Uh, Alright, let's see. Did we cover anything? Uh, supposedly, Che sent this. Supposedly... William Regal is making a major announcement on NXT, and it sounds like he is no longer going to be the GM.
0: He Um, was still the GM?
1: Yeah. I proposed the idea that he should go take over NXT UK since that promotion, or that since that brand took a series of hits over the past few months. So if he was there, that would at least help stabilize it, at least from an on camera sort of thing. He might just be retiring. Truthfully, um, yeah. I also pr- I also propose that Samoa Joe would make a very good GM. Uh, <clears throat> che suggested, does WWE need a main roster authority figure? Because you know, so Sasha faced Asuka for the Raw Women's Title, and Bailey at one point stole the referee shirt, put it on, counted to three. And now Sasha's walking around with the Raw women's belt.
0: Because she won the match.
1: Because she, quote, unquote, won the match. Apparently, Stephanie McMahon appeared via video to say, because, you know, I don't think Stephanie wants to be out there in front of people because of Corona. But everyone else can. Makes um, sense. And she. So I imagine there's going to be some sort of match they make, but. Do you think an authority figure would help them in the ratings? Because you know, no. cause the ratings continue to be just not good.
0: No, nothing will help the ratings.
1: So what are they? Are they just gonna? Are they gonna fall? Is WWE gonna disappear, Doc?
0: No, they do well enough for what they do. Okay, they make enough money. I don't think they're disappearing. I just don't think the ratings matter. Well, that's probably you can tell me they're rich. the worst ratings of all time, and they're probably still better than. of everything else on cable. So, okay, great. They're bad ratings. Uh,
1: All right, let's move to actual emails. We do have three. Chris Hawk wrote in, uh, COVID. To quell y'all's fear about COVID. I was
0: wondering about Chris Hawk, by the way. I was, Because we had just been talking about how we hadn't heard from Danielle in a while. And uh, she, of course, showed up in the Bestie chat last week. I had not heard from Chris Hawk in a while. I felt like I was sort of wondering. He
1: was part of our. He was part of our all-time draft.
0: Oh, board. okay, all right.
1: To quell y'all's feels about COVID, I've been working seven days a week since March doing trash pickup at our ocean front, and not I nor a single I say, co-worker. I say,
0: I say. What's this? What is this, Colonel Sanders? Accent we got he going said, on here? He said to quell
1: y'all's fear, so I decided to pull out my best foghorn leghorn. I love it. Okay, continue. And not I, nor a single, dare I say, not a single <laughs> coworker have caught it. Even though that doesn't mean it doesn't it exist, I hope it helps with your paranoia of COVID, which I have had, and I'm sure tons of people also have. Take care, gents. PC. No, P.S. DC needs to stop picking on GQ. I mean, the man was hit by a bus. Sent from my iPhone. I do declare that I think Doc was the <laughs> one who was picking on GQ last
0: week. Uh, maybe not but in I the finished stopped. version of the show because I did remove all that stuff at the end that you remember Oh <laughs> Oh
1: yeah, okay, I'm glad I didn't bring it up again yeah but, uh, yeah, so. yeah You, yeah all right that's fair. the
0: first 45 minutes of the show was totally yeah, fair. there
1: you go because <laughs> you know I'm actually not sure that figure. the happy
0: hour um, title from last week makes sense without all that material at the end of the show (laughs) but apparently we were supposed to call the show wiggle your wedges i heard that so so also a good title i'll give it to you also a good title.
1: apparently i think mrs manson needs to listen to the show before it gets published and she decides what the headline
0: is. yeah that's what we need more more delay in getting this thing posted
1: (laughs) uh our next email comes from mitchell i just wanted to be included here's hoping we get the baker's dozen well, we, we, we got one of the digits in the Baker's Dozen. We got a three. Yeah. We're just missing the ten. And then Glenn, Tag Team Trouble. Hi, guys. Apologies to Doc, but it's a wrestling question. This That's week. okay. If you could bring back any tag team from the past, which one would it be? Which promotion would you sign them with? And which current team would you book against them in their first match?
0: Any tag team of all time, and I assume we're bringing them back in their prime, not like, you know, sad. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Let's bring the back first Demolition. Team... Why not, right?
1: <laughs> that was one of the first teams that came to mind. It was either them or LOD. Yeah,
0: LOD is the one that came to my mind first, but. Um, let's see.
1: I will bring back one of this. The, half this team is still active. Uh, I will bring back the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, and I would like them to wrestle the Usos.
0: Hmm, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any good ones, but I always, I was always partial to the natural disasters as a kid. I like the two of them. I don't know who I'd have yeah. them fight these days, because I don't really know that there is a tag team scene that matters. But, the Viking Raiders. I mean, that'd be a slobber knocker, huh? The Authors of Pain. Hmm.
1: There's a tag team of two really big guys in uh, NXT. What is it? Indo I don't remember the name, but um, there's some guys that have shown up like twice. What
0: was what were the but, Viking Raiders? What was their name back when they were cool? War Machine. Yeah, so that's what I would do. I would I would bring back Natural Disaster and they, they the Natural Disasters and they could face against War Machine, not the Viking Experience. That would be good. Uh yeah, earthquake and typhoon. That was a good team. It was. I like them. <clears throat> I
1: do. I don't know why, but as a kid, I thought they, they were good. good. Yeah. Well, they were larger than life, and for sure, they had cool singlets. You know, we could probably find. Would you? Would you rather be earthquake or typhoon? Hmm. I want to like custom order us. I a guess of I'd go pajamas. with typhoon.
0: I think I'd also look pretty cute in a sailor outfit, once that eventually happens, you know. So, <laughs> and plus, you'd get the sparkly stormtrooper Hell yeah. helmet with your shockmaster. I could fall through <laughs> a wall get, with the best of them.
1: I would get a leather helmet when I would be Golga from the Oddities. Do you even know who the Oddities are? No. Type Google Google the Oddities Golga G O L G
0: A, or not? Okay, okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Just stare at uh, me. All right, let's see here. And... Are you seeing him? Is he the guy in the leather mask holding a Cartman? Yes. Yes, that's Earthquake. Is that Luna Vachon? Yeah.
1: Who are the other guys? Uh, Kurgan, who now is, again, a character actor. He was in a Sherlock Holmes movie. <clears throat> the really big one is the giant Silva. Okay. Now, granted, they were all pretty big. But, yeah, there was Giant Silver. Yeah, Silva, he's a good head Kurgan, above the other two. And, um, yeah, Giant Silver was, like, Great
0: Khali size. Wow. Why is he wearing and a Cartman Gold. shirt? Is Was that part of the shtick? Was he, was he always with the Cartman? Oh, yeah. Was he yeah, just, this, was this he supposed was, to be Cartman, was, just he was in a mask? No. This was just prime,
1: um... <clears throat> South Park time. So he would wear that. The Giant silver would wear very large, like, Hawaiian shirts. And Kurgan had
0: a tie-dye shirt and an aviator helmet. At one point, wasn't Earthquake, like, the original Shark guy? Oh, yeah. What was his he name? He was Earthquake Shark. Shark. And Shark Boy is to... modeled after Shark. Yes? I would assume so. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, yeah, he was Earthquake. Then he went to WCW, and he was Avalanche. Cause
0: of yes! I remember Avalanche. Yes. I always like that. And sh- then he was Shark, which was dumb. Um, Wasn't he in that group? Well, maybe not. What was that group with Hogan? The Dungeon of yeah, Doom. Yeah, was he in that one, too? Oh, yeah. Who was he there? Shark. Oh, he was still Shark at that point? Okay. Yeah. Brutus Beefcake was Zodiac. Remember the guy, um, Loch Ness? What, who was that? What was that guy? Uh, I think that's Giant Haystacks. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. From the UK. Yeah. came over for... Yeah. I like Giant Haystacks. He was good. He I was. don't know why I remember him but I do.
1: Then there was Roadblock.
0: I don't remember Roadblock. Who's Roadblock?
1: Roadblock was WCW like probably 98. He was a big guy. He looked a little bit, you know, he he would have fit in with the National Natural Disasters and he wore like construction orange and literally carried a Roadblock. Oh, maybe I do remember rank. him.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, WCW. Giant
0: Haystacks if I recall had like a country album too. Look that up. Maybe not right now, but he had a country. okay. (laughs) Well, Glenn will know. Yeah.
1: Again, if we had Glenn in the third chair, he would know this. Uh, I I greatly enjoy walking down wrestling memory lane with you. Uh, Yeah, this has been enjoyable. What is your piece of of positivity since we're having enjoyable times?
0: Um, I'm going to go with the horrid podcast, which is not, you know, a thing yet. But uh, I finished episode four. Um, yeah. And I started sort of mapping out what I thought that were going to be the last two episodes, six episodes for ep- for season one. And I discovered there was no way it was going to be two more episodes. So I think, though, I've got it mapped out to another four. So it'll be eight episodes total, I think. And so I got excited about that. And then I started rebuilding the Pored podcast website because I'm an idiot Um, But I I had that on our old host, the Dream Host, where DDT Wrestling is still hosted. I had bought a new hosting company a little while ago.
1: The whole company? Well,
0: yeah, but it's significantly cheaper, the hosting, on a yearly basis, and it's turned out to be much quicker as well. So I wanted to move Horrid over. They got that done, basically. And now, for what I had there, just like a landing page, I've got that moved over. And now I'm going to work on actual the actual site. But most of that work was already done too. I just have to make a home page and you know so on and so. Hey, we got the email while we're talking. Um, hey, but yeah, I think that's probably probably my piece of positivity. I think that show is going to be neat. It's it's different, but I, I'm almost wondering like why am I doing this. And I have to go back through the scripts that I've actually finished already, because episode three in particular, but I think it applies to all of them to some degree, are very um, scholarly in some ways. So, like, horror movies are already a niche, and, like, a history of horror movies are a niche, and then to, like, to approach it in this scholarly citation-heavy sort of way, it's a niche of a niche of a niche. Like, nobody's going to listen to this show. I disagree. I don't know.
1: I think you're going to get... The Doc Manson fans, you're going to get the horror movie fans. All six of them. Hey, if those six people each tell two people, now you're up to almost 20.
0: Yeah, there you go. And if they tell no one, then I have just six.
1: And again, you have to, because my piece of positivity is going to be my own podcast.
0: You have a podcast? If you're
1: you're enjoying it. Then that's all that matters. Right, right, right. So my piece of positivity is this corona cut ah. which I just recorded last night, episode forty one.
0: You're a crazy person.
1: Uh, I'm I'm full up through like the middle of August. Do you do you You'll have guests when, on every episode now? No. Just occasionally I have Jeremy on every I have Jeremy on every now and then. Um Jeremy and Brandon Banks uh took a poll i made a google form for one round so they were able to kind of join in with that since i think they might be the
0: only two who listen and that's fine you but get um a decent amount of listens i mean i, I think, think you get as many listens as we do on the regular show to be honest well i don't know if
1: i i would hope that i would hope this show would vastly eclipse but either way Yo. i am enjoying it and i'm enjoying being able to to figure this out so I'm at the point now. I'm still not done. Nowhere near done. But I'm already in my head being like, "Well, when I do finish, what am I gonna do then? What's by? What's the Corona Cup season two gonna be?" So, yeah. I, again, if you're enjoying it, if you're happy doing the work that you're doing, it'll it'll get across. If it doesn't become a podcast, you'll write a book, or you'll do a pamphlet,
0: or oh, it'll be know, a podcast. Fires- I just have to chat. finish writing it. I feel like I'm going to write all the episodes before I record anything, but.
1: I think that makes sense. Yeah. Get the whole thing figured out. All right. Last minute email. Mitchell, who had already just wanted to be included, chimes in. Hopefully, I'm not too late. So I guess this will be it for next. Oh, hopefully, I'm not too late. If so, I guess this will be for next week. But I wanted everyone's thoughts, and particularly Doc's thoughts, on this announcement. Is this promising? Is it rushed? Etc. And this is the article that I was talking about before. Um, U.S. government to pay Pfizer and BioNTech $2 billion for 100 million doses of coronavirus vaccine. So, under the agreement, no, I don't want to support you, Um, the U.S. will get 100 million doses. If it works, they can get 500 million additional doses. HHS says Americans won't have to pay for it.
0: I mean, it doesn't look like they actually have a vaccine, so it looks like they've got four that are in testing, and so if one of them works and is safe, so really all they're doing is investing in research. So if one of them
1: is the 20% of
0: the 33% of the 70%. Yeah. I mean, you know, money goes (laughs) towards research all the time, so... And so
1: I'm just looking at this. The companies previously said that they expect to begin with a large trial up to 30,000 participants. Is that a large trial? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'd like to know what kind of trial they're talking about. We're going to inject them and just stare at them and hope they don't. It
0: sounds a lot bigger than a normal phase three trial for FDA approval. So what kind of trial are they talking about with this many people? That's the problem is, again, a lot of these news stories don't actually have the type of news that would allow me to um, actually give an informed opinion on this. So let's, let's piggyback off of you know this. You how a lot of news just doesn't what? say anything? It's yeah. the same thing here, basically.
1: What website would you suggest someone to go no, to if they want? I don't
0: have a suggestion because... Honestly, like, the kind of stuff that ends up being useful are, like, a lot of things that are in, like, peer-reviewed journals. But, like, if you don't have a background in science, I would never recommend trying to read one of those. You, you would read a paragraph and be like, I don't know what the fuck I just read. And you would reread it and you'd say, I don't know what the fuck I just read. And you would reread it and say, I don't know what the fuck I just read. And you would reread it and you would, and you would give up. You know what I mean? Like, so, I, I don't know.
1: So are you saying there is a market For someone with a deep science background to take... Science communication is
0: an important um, role. I think there are people who do this sort of thing, but...
1: So when you're done with horridpodcast.com, you should create doctalks.com and you sum up the daily science news in a way that laymen and idiots like myself can understand. I'd
0: rather keep reading and uh, writing about horror movies, to be honest. All right. Well, I can't argue.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Mitchell. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Mitchell and Glenn and Che via The Thing and Mitchell again and Chris Hawk uh, for sending in those emails and giving me the chance to break out my incredible Southern gentleman impression. Uh, Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into it's been hot. It's been damn hot into this uh, steamy. Wednesday afternoon
0: if you'd like to have your thoughts run right in the air send us a message at podcast at ddtwrestling.com you can listen to all of our back catalog at ddtpod.com as well as at your podcast repository of choice and finally if you like what you've heard and how could you head on over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling to send us a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc it helps us keep the lights on and the podcast train a chuggin
1: GQ, we love you and we miss you. you. We hope to talk to you soon. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us on this fantabulous episode. Next week, we talk birthdays because it will be, I think, the fifth birthday, technically, of DDT Wrestling, if we count Mm. the episode that never got recorded. Okay,
0: all right, all right.
1: So, if you want to send us fifth birthday wishes... Or a lovely card. Feel free to do so. Uh, I already said the names. I already said the names. Until we meet again, my friends. I I got lost. (laughs) (laughs) I got out of the flow. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be our bestie? Well, I say, I say, I say. I do declare. That's the only word I know.